0: Hi everyone, it is so lovely to be with you today online. I want to say a special welcome to all the friends and family who are joining us from all over the world. It's always fantastic to have you with us. And just a little bit of family news today. A few weeks ago, Kwame and Sam got married. So this is just our huge congratulations to them. They're such a beautiful couple. James actually got to officiate at their wedding and we're just so delighted for them. So please be praying for them. Um, And just uh, when you do see them, just love on them. But we are really, really excited for them. We love you guys, Kwame and Sam can't wait to all be back together again and then we can just celebrate with you in person. Um, Just some other wonderful news is that we are able to start meeting together in certain ways. So just listen out during the announcements for some particulars about that. And remember, we just wanna really encourage everybody, be getting together in your homes, in your backyards, wherever you're comfortable, but let's take every opportunity to connect. We've been apart for so long we really want to just get back together and um, just be in each other's lives in that wonderful in-person way. And um, now we're going to just spend some wonderful time worshiping God, being in his presence. We want to thank the worship team for the way that they have carried us through this time. And so I just want to encourage you, wherever you are, um, just really get into God's presence right now. Just put aside all distractions and let's just have a wonderful time with our amazing God and
1: savior father we thank you for this day we're here to praise you to worship you to lift you up and i thank you that you make it so easy to lay down our burdens at your feet we focus on you we give you our all it's what you deserve so bless this time we love you in jesus name I believe you are the way a new horizon and i'm set on you and you meet me here today with mercies that are new all my fears and doubts they can all come to because they can't stay long
2: my heart you can have Is yours forever? Yes, it is. My heart is yours forever. You can have it all. A heart is yours forever. All my dreams, my mind, my soul. My heart is yours forever. My heart is yours. You got it. You got it if you want my heart. You got it. Oh my dreams, you, you got it. If
1: you want my
2: heart. You got it. Sing it out.
1: You got it.
2: You want my heart if you want my heart. You got it. You got it. You want my ass, my mm. ass. You got it. You got it. Want you want it, all. it 有, oh, you can have my heart, yes, you can. One last time, whoa, 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 you can have my heart, can have my
3: Thank you, worship team, for leading us into God's presence.
4: A reminder to
5: everybody that on Wednesdays we'll be meeting on Zoom for prayer meeting at 7 p.m. So please come on out. We want to see you there.
3: We are running Alpha in the fall. If you or someone you know wants to explore life's biggest questions, this is the course to attend. Just send us an email at infolifehouse.ca for more details.
6: Over the last few months, I'm sure you've heard the announcements about Alpha, but you still might be sitting there today asking yourself questions like, what is Alpha and when is it happening and most importantly, how can I get involved? So I'm here today to answer your questions and to provide you with some exciting updates about Alpha at Lifehouse. First off, what is Alpha? Alpha is an 11-week course in which people come together to do three things. Number one to share a meal, number two, to watch a video, and number three, to have a discussion where they explore the Christian faith in an open and friendly environment. Alpha is an amazing outreach tool designed to help you to introduce Jesus to your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers really anyone that doesn't know the Lord, by simply inviting them to join us. Now when is Alpha happening? We are set to launch Alpha both online and here at the Lifehouse Center beginning on Sunday evening, September 20th. Now the reason I'm coming to you today is because in order to do that and to do it well, we need a bunch of volunteers. We need people to help us in everything from prayer and Uh, set up and take down to hospitality and small group discussion guides and so I want to invite you if God is stirring in your heart at all a desire to volunteer and to help with Alpha this fall then I want to encourage you to go online check your inbox and look for the weekly update email from Lifehouse because in that email you're gonna find a link to the sign-up form to volunteer for Alpha. You can also watch out for a text blast coming your way with the link to the sign-up form. And so I just want to encourage you, God is on the move. He's already at work in the lives of the people around us. And as His disciples, He's invited us to partner with Him in seeing the lost saved and lives transformed. And so I just want to encourage each one of you to prayerfully consider getting involved in what God is doing in and through Alpha at Lifehouse this fall.
7: Hey everyone, I'd like to encourage us right now in our time of giving. In Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Our God is a generous, loving Father and a wonderful provider. As we honor God and give our tithes and offerings, let's focus on all that God has provided for us. And let's thank him for all we have and for all we need because he always provides. When we give him our first fruits, we are saying we trust you for the second fruit and the third fruit and the abundance you want to pour out. So let's give and let's give with a generous heart. You can give to LifeHouse in a variety of different ways, such as on our website, via e-transfer, and simply by using the QR code. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the abundance in our lives and we trust you with our tomorrow and all the days that are to come. We trust that you are our God and our Lord and that we are your beloved. So we give with a generous heart and with a heart of thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen.
8: Hi. I'm Julianne Brace. I live in Mississauga and I come to LifeHouse. I've been coming for a couple of years and I love being here. I want to tell you a bit about my life story. When I was 15 months old, my mother was sent home from the hospital to our house in Downsview to die. She had ulcerative colitis and the specialists had tried everything and there was nothing more they could do for her. They told my father to just take her. She was totally ulcerated inside and out. Her hair had fallen out. She looked like a walking skeleton and she had become crippled with arthritis. Then her mom heard on the radio a pastor in downtown Toronto who had a powerful prayer ministry. Now, neither my parents nor my grandparents were churchgoers, but they figured they had nothing to lose, so they made an appointment, they went down, and they took her to him for prayer, and God healed her. After that powerful move of God, they started attending Pastor White's church and ate up his profound Bible teaching. Now, I have a book here that his son has compiled of all of the books that he wrote on the Scriptures on all of his experiences, he became a world-traveled speaker on the miracles of the Holy Spirit. They became totally involved in many areas of the church, involving including as well was a powerful deliverance ministry over the years. Now, I gave my heart to the Lord during family devotions when I was about five. And then a few years later, three or four years later, I asked God for baptism in the Holy Spirit again during our family devotions. My younger brother and I both spoke in tongues that night. My parents were ecstatic. This move of the Holy Spirit started a revival in our Sunday School amongst all of us kids. When I was 10, I severely broke my ankle. It was excruciating and I could hardly breathe. We had a friend who was a nurse visiting us that weekend and she confirmed the seriousness of the break. Now, I'd never been to a doctor because a gift God had dropped into our family was that we prayed about everything. However, my parents' prayers didn't work that time and they felt God saying that I was old enough that it had to be my faith this time. If not, they would have to take me to a doctor because they would not see me lame for life. So I quietly spoke to God on my own saying, if you could heal all of those organs inside my mom, then setting a bone is nothing, please heal me. When my parents came back in the room to ask what God and I had decided, I got up and walked around the room. I walked around the house for the rest of the day. The next day I walked the usual mile to school, walked the mile back after school, and went figure skating that night on the rink that my dad always had on our lawn. What a miraculous God I had come to know. I have an amazing spiritual heritage, and I never forget that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His power never changes. He has left us all that authority and power through the blood he shed at Calvary. The power and authority from God his Father, the creator of the universe who existed before time began and it's available to all of us who believe in his name. Let's claim it. Amen. This is my story.
4: Hey everyone at Lifehouse. Well, for those of you that are watching the video today that are not with us uh, in, our, in our outdoor service, it's great to have you here. And as we've been announcing, we've started outdoor services. We can handle a hundred people. That's what the government regulations allow. So that started this week. That'll be happening, weather permitting, from now uh, until the end of September, or until God opens up a door for us to be doing indoor services and it's just exciting that we're able to do this together but it's exciting to have you online and and, you know you being here with us online today it's it's wonderful maybe you're at our outdoor service and now you're watching the online video or you are just with us online today but it's so great to have you and i just want to encourage you that you know we're in this amazing season as a church we're we're moving forward step by step you know uh, outdoors, Lee's giving the message today, indoors or on the video, we are, have started this Alpha series, and Greg's going to be talking to you a little bit about it, but I just wanted to address it as well. Now, Alpha is going to be this incredible tool for us as a community to be helping introduce people to Jesus, to grow in our knowledge of Him. It's going to be an amazing tool for you just to refresh in your in basics about God and, and questions that people might be asking, but it's a wonderful tool for you to be inviting friends to. And we're going to be doing these online as well as in person. And you know, I want you to consider, maybe you want to run an Alpha program for a group of people. And so it would be great for you to be involved in this one so that you can learn how to do it. And then you do it with a group of people yourself because we just want to be advancing the kingdom of God. And this is one of the tools we're going to use. So for the next few weeks online, we're going to be presenting Alpha videos that just talk about the importance of Alpha and what it is so that we all have a real understanding of Alpha and how how, just the, how to use this wonderful tool to advance the kingdom of God here in Mississauga and in the GTA and beyond. So thanks for being with us today online and Got a Life House. Just we hope if you're watching us online today and you haven't been with us in person in the next couple of weeks, we'll see you in person at one of our outdoor services. Okay, have an amazing week. As
6: you may have heard, over the past few months we are preparing to launch Alpha both online and at the office beginning on Sunday evening September 20th and we're believing that many people are going to be saved and lives transformed through Alpha this fall. Already God is at work in the lives of the people around us and he's called us as his disciples to partner with him in the work of his kingdom. But for many of us, myself included, at times Outreach and evangelism feels overwhelming. It can feel awkward. We may feel ill-equipped or even afraid of what other people think of us. But the truth is this. God has placed you where you are for a reason. He's already at work in the lives of the people around you, and he is inviting you to partner with him in shining his light and being his love right now. Over the next three weeks, we're going to take the Sunday Messages to go through a series together called Life Shared. And we hope that we'll encourage you to share your faith uh, with the people around you. Each talk is about 15 minutes long, and it's going to finish with the opportunity for personal reflection or group discussion. Now, whether or not it's through an Alpha, We all have a part to play in sharing our faith with the people around us and in representing Jesus well. No one is disqualified. Everyone is invited. And here at Lifehouse Church, we want to invite you to join us together in seeing Jesus known by all. Now, let's position our hearts to receive God's word this morning and hear what he wants to say to us in this first part of this three-part series entitled, Join His Heart.
5: I've been following Jesus now for more than 15 years. And even after all of these years, I'm still struck by the way someone's life can be totally changed when God enters their story. And I bet you've seen this too. Like there's nothing quite like watching somebody go from hopelessness to being full of hope, or when someone's weighed down by shame or fear, and then they experience freedom and courage. And even as I'm talking about this right now, I find myself longing to see this happen around me more often. Another thing that strikes me after this many years of following Jesus is how hard I can sometimes find it to share my faith with others. I can still find it intimidating or awkward to talk to my friends about Jesus. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. And so in this series, we wanna spend the next three sessions talking about it. We wanna look at how we can all play a part in seeing lives transformed around us. We're gonna look at themes like invitation and hospitality and prayer, and what it could mean for us to share our lives and our faith with others. In each episode, we'll hear a few of our friends unpacking some of these ideas, and we'll also hear stories of people that have shared their faith with their friends at Alpha. If you're unfamiliar with Alpha, it's a a course where you can invite your friends to explore the Christian faith over a meal. And throughout this journey, you'll have a chance to talk together about how these ideas and stories might affect the way you think about sharing your faith.
9: I think in general, people feel pretty overwhelmed with the idea of evangelism. I think a lot of people feel like in order to share their faith, they need a master's degree in ethics and a master's degree in apologetics. So just telling people go out there and share your faith in some sense can be very, very overwhelming. The fears are of not having the information they need, not having answers to the, the larger questions, not being able to convey those in such a short period of time, Uh, feeling the pressure to get it right, Um, outcome anxiety. Sometimes we make um, sharing God's love and evangelism too complicated. There's uh, three phrases in the New Testament that talk about Jesus' mission. The first phrase says, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. Then it says, the son of man came to give his life as a ransom for many. So this is the purpose of God. He came to seek and save. He came as the savior from our sin. The third time that that phrase is used, the son of man came, is actually about the methodology or the way that he did it. it. It's the son of man came eating and drinking. And that was his methodology. His mission was to serve, his mission was to save. The way he did it was by eating and drinking. So to me, hospitality and reclaiming this vision of hospitality is the way that we take steps towards engaging people in the world. Almost every time you see Jesus in the gospel, he is eating, going to someone's house, leaving someone's house, on his way to someone's house or with another meal. In fact, if you were to say, take Luke's gospel, it just moves from hospitality moment to hospitality moment to hospitality moment ultimately culminating with Jesus around the table, talking about his uh, death, and then after his resurrection, he's with his disciples again, breaking bread and talking. And it seems that when you get around a table, you get around a meal, it just creates this space for the ministry of Jesus to happen in the lives of others. So to me, I think one of the central ways and the easiest ways is moving towards hospitality, opening up our hearts and lives and inviting other people in. You know, one of the challenges of living in our modern life, our lives are so fast. They can just be a blur. We move so quickly that we can often just, it's not that God's not working. We're just not aware of what's actually happening. And when you look at the ministry of Jesus, one of the things that's always stood out to me is Jesus' ability just to see people. Jesus saw people, everybody else overlooked. He saw blind people, he saw sinners, he saw those who needed healing. And often the disciples would just rush past them like they were irrelevant so they could get onto bigger things. But Jesus just noticed the individual. So in many ways we need to just reclaim the art of paying attention to what God's doing around us. And sometimes it's not very dramatic. There's no no pillar of fire. There's no cloud. It's just a prompting or a response or listening to a tone in somebody's voice or hearing a strain in something they're communicating or details they continually bring up about areas of concern. And those little moments can often be invitations or windows into what's happening behind the scenes. And that's often the Holy Spirit highlighting His work so that we can respond and step into that and see God's love move into that person's life. So I was thinking about this as a pastor in New York. One day I got into a taxi and uh, we were driving past a restaurant that was one of my favorite restaurants and it was always popular, there was a line out the door. And I had struck up a conversation with the taxi driver and he was an immigrant like I was. And there was a lot of controversy at the time about immigrants and people moving with this nation. There was a lot of fear of the other, who are these people coming in, will they disrupt our way of life, a lot of political commentary like that. But as we began to talk, all of those stereotypes fell away and we just found ourselves being fathers, both from different places, trying to make our way into this country. And as we moved past this particular restaurant with a line out the door, I said to him, hey, have you ever eaten there? Have you tried that food? And he said to me, no, I, I always see the lines there. I've always wondered if it's good. So I said to him, hey, if you leave the meter running in the taxi and I run in and grab some of that food, do you want to just sit here and keep talking? And he said, would you really do that? And I said, yeah, I'd love to do it. So I ran in and I got in some of this food, and it was actually this, almost like a transcendent moment. It was two men from other sides of the world sitting in a taxi, sharing food, and all of the stereotypes about who he was and what he represented just melted away. And we had, in the middle of New York, this little portal of belonging that broke in in the midst of all of the stereotypes, all of the suspicion just opening our hearts, sharing our stories. And it was, it was the, the highlight of my day. And as we got out of the taxi, I realised that's exactly what had happened. This environment of welcome shifted our understanding of each other and this community of belonging was formed, even for a moment in a taxi, on the side of the street in the middle of New York. And I couldn't help but wonder what would happen in our lives if we just paid attention to those little promptings and these environments of welcome, these little portals of hospitality broke out. And if that became a normal practice for followers of Jesus, in coffee shops, in workplaces, on sports fields, with soccer moms, everybody, there would just be this deconstruction of fear and there would be an an inbreaking of love and welcome. And that may be what we're called to do as followers of Jesus in our time.
3: Growing up, I was in a very atheist household. It was my mother, my brother, and I. They didn't go to church. They didn't follow any religion of any sort. When I was 19, I was coming out of a really awful relationship that had lasted the good majority of three years. It was really hard on me mentally, emotionally, physically, just very dark and negative and toxic. I remember one day just being in the room alone, quiet and sad, and it felt like something was in the room with me, if you want to explain it that way. I just felt some, something caring for me. And I asked the question is this God? Is this, you know, Jesus trying to get through to me? So I was left with um, a lot of questions.
10: I would say there were a quite a few like curious people there, either people that had grown up in a Christian background or had known people. I wondered what it would look like just to host an alpha for my friends and particularly my coworkers. I was definitely pretty nervous just because obviously it's really easy to make a name for yourself at your workplace because you're there all the time, whether it's like, oh, you could be like the really fun one, or it's like very easily you could be like, oh, that Christian that always asks people to go to church. And I didn't want her to think that our friendship was just so I could invite her to church.
3: So, Ash and I were working a shift together. Uh, we were walking past each other and she stopped me from where I was going and just said it very directly, casually, I want you to come to an Alpha. What day is gonna work for you? What day is consistent for you? And I was immediately drawn and ready to um, participate in it.
10: There's not really a, like a super easy way to do it. Um, there's no, if you're ever waiting for like the right time, there's like, there's t- times that are better than others, but there's not like a time that it really like, you're this is the moment. So I showed up at Alpha for the first time. Um, it was very welcoming, very
3: casual. Uh, lots of people that I knew were there all my age. So. You know, you walk in, people were hugging, people were saying hello, people were catching up, there was food there. So it just felt like you were going to hang out with your friends. A lot of people had questions just like I did. They were either atheist, Christian, um, nothing, like they just had the same questions as me. So I felt very comfortable knowing that I wasn't the only one who was exploring it
10: maybe halfway, maybe like three quarters, we were just talking and it was discussion time. She's like, yeah, well like now that I'm Christian, and I was like, what? And I was like, uh, and I was like, kind of like look at other people that like I know and I looked at them, they looked at me and I was like. Things just started to
3: make sense for me. Things started clicking. My past, there were like certain connecting dots Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then, yeah, I think I just told you one day. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a huge big bang or, like, I saw the light
10: or anything. It was just, I woke up, I'm like, this is who I am. Yeah, I just, I, like, firmly believe, like, obviously, it wasn't me that, like, brought you to Christ and, like, gave you this life. It was, like, I was just being, like, faithful to, like, God's call, and that looked like inviting you, Mm -hmm. and then he, like, did the rest, and he, like, obviously, like, does so much for your life. and I think you just kind of helped me, like, see a little clearer
3: or, like, help me. Yeah move a little bit closer. God
10: pulled through.
5: Whenever I'm part of a conversation like this, like a conversation about sharing my faith or evangelization, I find that there are a few different emotions that play inside of me at the same time. There's this part of me that's really excited, you know, excited about going forward with new intentionality in this area. There's a part of me that feels thankful hearing how God has impacted people's lives. And I can also experience feelings of guilt about not doing enough in the past, or even some fear or uncertainty about what this could look like going forward. And I bet you can relate to this. And for me, I've found the most comfort when I move my attention from what I haven't done or have to do and turn it to what God has done and is actively doing in the lives of the people we meet every day. And that's the big idea I think we need to pull from this session, that God is at work around us and we're invited to join him. We don't have to wonder if God wants to reach people or not. He does and is, and we're welcome to be part of it. And this realization allows me to approach situations in my day-to-day life with more openness and curiosity, curiosity about people and about what God might be up to. I find myself less overwhelmed by like a vague sense of duty or guilt. And I find a healthy conviction and motivation by a sense of being invited into what God is doing. Why don't you take some time right now to talk about this idea a little bit more. In your discussion, unpack your thoughts and feelings about the themes and ideas that have come up in this first session.
6: Wow, wasn't that amazing? I don't know about you, but for me, it's just such encouragement to take off any shame or sense of obligation that we've held onto around evangelism, and instead to see it as an opportunity to experience the sheer joy of partnership with Jesus. Why not take a moment to prayerfully reflect on what we just heard, or to have a discussion with the the group that's watching with you right now. What might God be doing in the lives of people around you? Whom would God have you pray for to come to know Him right now? Uh, Ask Holy Spirit to highlight opportunities that you have to share His good news and even invite someone to join us on Alpha. And to get more details about Alpha, go to our website and click on the Join Alpha tab.
0: well everyone i hope that you have been encouraged and enjoyed watching that amazing video as much as i have the alpha videos are fantastic and I just know that they're going to so help us as a community to really reach friends and family neighbors and work colleagues so I really want to encourage you to get involved with Alpha and if you need more information as we said before please just go to info at lifehouse.ca and you'll be able to find out all the details what specifically like, really struck me in uh, that first video that we were watching was just that story of um, that wonderful British pastor in New York and how he was able to just find common ground and have such a beautiful conversation with um, the man who was driving that taxicab. And you know those kinds of opportunities are all around us every day. If we will allow the Holy Spirit to actually just open our eyes to to who is around us and the opportunities that are right there before us. So I really wanna encourage us as a community, let's take hold of the opportunities, let's love on the people that are around us and let's allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and to be those messengers of hope, the people that can hold out hope and life and love to those that are all around us that desperately need it. So I just wanna also encourage you, if you are not yet in a life group, please just go to our website and find out all the details and find a group that works for you. Every single person is so important and it's really important for us here at Lifehouse that every one of us is connected in and that we have a sense of belonging and being known. And the best way to do that is to be part of a life group. So if you're not already part of one, please go get the details and get yourself into a group as well and that's it for this week so whether we see you next week in person which would be amazing or whether we connect back here online again which is always so wonderful as well bless you all we love you we miss you and we really look forward to connecting again soon